Hey everyone, it's Rachel Pereira. I'm your host for the Dishes and Doctrine podcast, and it has been a long, long time. I am so sorry about that, but 2018 just got the best of me. Life was crazy, and unfortunately, things like this podcast and my writing had to kind of be put to the side for a little while. But we're in a new year, and there are a lot of new things going on. If you subscribe on iTunes, you may have noticed a brand new logo for this pod- podcast. And I'm sure if you're listening right now, you just heard the new music that we've added to the beginning of each episode. Stick around, and I'll give you a couple of other updates on the future of my writing and also this podcast at the ep- end of today's episode. But first, let's talk about a word. This word is the word simplify. Now, when I was in school, if I heard a teacher use the word simplify, it would mean in my mind, reducing a math problem to its lowest terms. Knowing how to simplify fractions helped me pass seventh grade and kept me on the honor roll for another year. My fifth grade son and I have been doing a lot of work with reducing fractions, getting them to their simplest terms. And many years later, of course, that word carries much more weight in my life. In fact, it can conjure up a variety of images for you, depending on your personal circumstances. Maybe you envision a stark white room with minimalist decor, a user-friendly monthly budget, maybe an organized system for your kids' socks and shoes, if that is possible. A basic definition for simplify is this, to make less complex or complicated, to make plainer or easier. Now, simplicity and ease are marketed to us on a regular basis. Have you ever heard of the Staples Easy Button? Channels like QVC share item after item designed specifically for a more organized life, even down to simpler bracelet clasps and robotic vacuums. Our culture runs after easy. I've been wondering lately, though, if a time comes for followers of Jesus when simplifying is not only nice for a more organized home and a peaceful schedule, but actually necessary for the survival and the health of a family. Is it vital to strive for simplicity because it's essential to an abundant spiritual life? I have written and spoken much before about the idol of busyness that so easily creeps into my life. I say yes to more responsibility, not necessarily because I feel called, but because I feel conspicuous if I say no. I want to blend into the willing and hardworking Christian culture around me. And the past year has revealed to me that All too often, I add more to my plate because I have convinced myself that I am the savior of my family, of my marriage, or of my ministry. Thinking that I am more invaluable than Christ himself inevitably spells trouble. A couple months ago, I was struggling with anxiety and emotional burnout from all the people and the responsibilities that needed me. And I shared with my husband, Adam, that I just had to take something off of my plate, but I really didn't know what to address first. He lovingly pointed out that 
I do regularly take things off of my to-do list to compensate for my exhaustion, but those things are often the hidden things of my life, the things that don't affect my busy and booked up image. For example, if I were given the choice between saying no to teaching a class at church or cutting back on our homeschool work, I would most likely choose the behind the scenes responsibility of school with the kids. Because it's much easier for me to put my marriage, my children, and and ultimately my relationship with Christ on the back burner than to have an awkward conversation to turn down a public responsibility. I think that ultimately this issue stems from a misunderstanding of what God values in his followers. Does God appreciate hard and faithful work? Yes, he does. Can a believer reflect the gospel through acts of love to the community around her? Yes, of course. Do we move higher up the spiritual ladder as the number of tasks on our to-do list increases? Well, we know that the answer is no, but Satan loves to deceive us otherwise. Jesus himself was very active during his years of ministry. He seemed to have a never-ending line of those wanting healing and love and attention. However, Jesus never experienced burnout or meltdown because he realized that the private, unseen areas of his life were essential to his public ministry. His habits of prayer with his father, physical rest when he was weary, and fellowship with his disciples gave him a proper balance in serving. Those hidden habits are even more crucial for us as broken, sinful, and selfish human beings. There is another side to the simplicity coin, however, and I think scripture makes it clear that our hearts can make idols out of literally anything, even a simple life. During his ministry, Jesus warned that life is filled with trouble and trial. Often, our best laid plans are destroyed by an unexpected diagnosis or a needy visitor. Life's circumstances are messy and hard, and because of this, it's important that I don't say no to potential ministry opportunities just because I want to keep my life simple and stress-free. As a follower of Jesus, I have been called to lay down my life for the gospel and to bring him glory through the actions of each day. So this could potentially mean that my homeschool schedule is interrupted because of a church need. It could also mean that a church need is unmet by me and that I spend extra time with my children that day. Each responsibility should be filtered through the Holy Spirit's calling for that day. I have been praying that 2019 will bring more maturity in this area of busyness and overcommitment in my life. I pray that I won't buy into Satan's lies that I'm the rescuer of my circumstances, and instead that I would rest more and more heavily on the ability of my rescuer to weave a life used for his glory. Simply put, Jesus is the Savior, not me. Now, in the spirit of simplifying, I have been doing a few practical transitions over the last few weeks, most of them having to do with my online spaces. You may or may not realize that I have actually been writing on a couple different websites for over nine years now. 
and I have been able to consolidate all of the posts from Dishes and Doctrine, my most current website, as well as my very first blog called A Steady Rain. I've taken all of those posts, edited them, and consolidated them into one site called rachelperera.me. Once you head to that website, which I'll put a link in the show notes for that, you'll find a subscribe button at the top left of the page. In order to receive any notifications of new posts there, you will need to add your email to that subscribe space. Once you do that, you will be receiving an email in your inbox asking you to confirm your subscription, and please make sure to click on that. If you don't, you're not officially subscribed, and nothing will come to your email on a regular basis. As far as social media, I will be, be primarily using Instagram to share glimpses of our life and also sharing some gospel-centered resources for you and your children there. I like always, would love to connect there. But just so you know, I have closed down my writing Facebook page just to simplify my online responsibilities just a little bit more. As far as the Dishes and Doctrine audio blog, that uh, has been changed over slightly to just the Dishes and Doctrine podcast. This gives me the freedom to include some of the audio versions of the, pod of the blog posts that I write over on the website. But it also gives me the freedom to maybe do something a little bit different here on the podcast, maybe something that isn't written on the blog. That's why it's a great idea to subscribe to both rachelperera.me and this podcast. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes like usual, and those podcast episodes will come right to your device as soon as they come out. Most of all, though, I want to thank you for your support and your understanding over the years. Uh, thankfully, I've been able to step away once again from the part-time church work that I was doing for about half of the year last year. This has given me a little mental space to be able to brainstorm about some upcoming posts and projects, which I'm, I'm pretty excited about. So until next time, rest in Him.